the gladiator mentality and people look at us like, oh, okay, really? Right, yeah, really. All right, let's do this. Diamond of the podcast. I'm your host, Tyler McComas. Diamond of the podcast brought to you by Cavens Construction. 405-573-3048 or cavensconstruction.com. Bad news, and I mean bad news, for everyone else in college softball. Oklahoma is hitting its stride. It's playing its best softball of the entire year heading into the Women's College World Series. And some people might say, dude, what are you talking about? They're 54-2 and with 38 run rules. They barely allowed any runs this year. They've been scoring runs like crazy. They've been hitting their stride all year long. Have you not been watching this team? Well, yes, I have been watching this team. But also, if you have been watching this team the entire year, I don't feel like I'm crazy in saying coming out of this weekend just feels a little bit different regarding this team. Now, it wasn't perfect on Saturday. I realized that. You left a lot of runners on base, but if you wanted to complain about anything, I feel like that's the only thing that you can complain about after you made quick, quick work of the UCF Golden Knights in the Norman Super Regional. And I just want to say this again. I do not want the narrative to be, well, okay, UCF was a nice story and they had a good season, but it was their first ever trip to the Super Regional. They clearly were intimidated. They clearly didn't deserve that number 16 overall national seed. No, UCF is a really, really good softball team. They earned that number 16 overall seed with the schedule they played in the regular season. They just ran up against a buzzsaw. And it happened to UCF, but I promise you, it would have happened to a whole lot of other teams, a whole lot of national seeds, I think, with the way that OU's been playing softball right now. Pitching in the circle was excellent. Hope Troutwine throws a no-hitter on Friday. Special, special performance by her and gives her all the confidence in the world to go and pitch in a Women's College World Series. Like We have to think about it. Hope's numbers are fantastic. They've been fantastic. But she's being put in environments that she hasn't pitched before at a school like North Texas. This is a lot of firsts for her. She's played a lot of college softball, but this is really the first time she's been this deep into the postseason and you know dealing with some of the environments that come along with that. Now, they haven't been road environments. They've been home environments, but it is a little bit different getting the start in a super regional game, and she didn't look phased at all. So I have all the confidence in the world, all the confidence in the world, she can lead this team to a national championship next week in Oklahoma City. And don't let Nicole May get hot. We said that earlier this week, right? Don't let Nicole May go out there and throw a gym. And she did. Uh, I think that was arguably, I think it, no, I think it was. I think that was Nicole's best pitching performance of the entire year. Uh, just allows the one solo home run, but just three hits on the afternoon. Looked dominant, looked in command. That is big-time stuff from Nicole May. And now you have the duo in the circle. We'll see about Jordy Ball coming back. But you had that duo in the circle pitching their best all season long. It's what championship teams do, guys. I mean, it's what championship teams do. And we've seen it so many times with uh, teams that have won a national championship at OU is they find a way to play their best softball at the right time. And again, OU's been dominant virtually all season long. But Patty's been telling us that this team is capable of another level. Even when they're undefeated, well, they're playing at a six right now. They're capable of playing at a 10. There's still more out there. And I don't think that Patty's saying today that this team is playing at a 10, but I would guess that she says that they're playing a 
better than a six right now. There's just something about the past three games that makes you say, yep, this team has it all together right now. At the plate, I mean, Grace Lyons was phenomenal on Saturday. Just what a special send-off for her. Janet Johns had a great weekend. Of course, Jocelyn Allo and the storybook ending that's there. It was just, it was great. It was special. And the send-off, I mean, there was, I don't know, man. If you believe in destiny or fate, like, there was no other way that, than this was going to end than how it ended on Saturday. You know, final regular season game for a handful of players. And for it to end like that, it's like, well, yeah, of course, it was always going to end like that. Women's College World Series, sixth consecutive year. And I feel really, really, really good about this team uh, hunting down another national championship. Uh, Sunday morning, day after, kind of watching some more of these Super Regionals coming up on Sunday. Um, It's been so much fun. Texas with a huge upset win over Arkansas, especially after the Horns lost game one. And I really thought Arkansas was uh, primed to make a deep run in the Women's College World Series. And obviously, that's not going to be the case. But... Uh, Oklahoma State is there, which OSU just signed Kenny Gajewski to a long-term deal. Thought that he might be a real candidate for the A&M job. I'm sure A&M reached out. But Kenny Gajewski signing an extension in Oklahoma State looks like he's going to be there for the long term. Uh, If you're listening on Sunday morning, Florida and Virginia Tech at 1 o'clock. Then you got Northwestern Arizona State at 8.30 tonight. OU's going to play the winner of that uh, Northwestern Arizona State game. But upsets galore continue to happen. And I really mean Arkansas with that one. Uh, UCLA is moving on as well. But it's been a fun weekend, and this team is right where we thought it was going to be. Primed to win another national championship heading next week into Oklahoma City. All right, so we do not have stat of the week with Terry Price. Terry's stat of the week was so good last the, earlier this week that it's good enough for two episodes. So if you didn't hear the previous episode, the stat of the week, if nothing else, just go listen to that. OU stats. Uh, hitting with two outs this year is phenomenal. No Macy's Minute, but we have something better for you. We have an interview with Macy, 2000 national champ, Macy Wilson-Turley. Hope you enjoy. All right, you hear her every single episode on Macy's Minute. She does a fantastic job with that. Macy Wilson-Turley, 2000 national champ, which, by the way, 22 years ago today, you won the (laughs) national championship in Oklahoma City. Did you realize it was 22 years ago today? Unfortunately, I did. It's uh, It's been a long time. I can't believe it's 22 years. There's no way I'm that old. But yes, I knew it was this weekend. We didn't have to play um, near as many tournament games to get there. But yeah, 22 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. 8 nothing OU over UCF on uh, Friday. Saturday, it was 7-1. I'm extremely happy. I'm sure most OU fans are. Macy, just kind of your, your general overall thoughts of what you saw from this team this weekend. I mean, are we surprised they played lights out? They had um, all three segments of, of the team that they played so well. And that's even Coach Gusto said when they've got all three segments going, then um, they're sure to come out with a win. So the pitching was phenomenal, even though we didn't get to see Jordy Ball. Um, their hitting obviously was phenomenal. Um, and then their their defense looks great. So um, overall, it's everything that we expected to see from the team. And they they showed up, they showed out, and they came away with their win. They're going on to the World Series. So they looked great. I mean, they're 54-2. and two. What, what have they had this year? 38 run rule wins. So like beating someone 8-0 and then the next day winning 7-1, it's, it's not anything 
it's not anything you know that's crazy. Like we've seen this several times. I don't know. Maybe I'm taking this way too far. There was just more of a feeling to me that I feel like this team is like right now hitting its stride and playing its best softball. I don't know if you thought that or not watching Friday and Saturday's game, but even though the stats have been crazy this year, I don't know. I, I come out of this weekend saying I feel like this team is in the best shape possible to win a national championship. Did, did you feel the same way? Oh, yeah. I definitely think that they're on the upswing right now. Coach Gasso even agrees that she feels like everything is working well. Um, they just look loose, and that has been something that's been a priority for Coach Gasso to get this team to play loose, to not play tight, not play worried or stressed about anything, and you can see that. You can see that they're having fun. You can see that they're um, making adjustments um, real time with their at bats and even uh, you know at bat to at bat or even um, pitch to pitch. They're making those small adjustments, and you're able to do that when you're playing loose. And I think that um, that we see that they're they're definitely. I mean, our pitching. My gosh, we um, we didn't know. You know, honestly, I wasn't sure what to what to think with Hope and um, and Nicole May having to take on the majority of the pitching load. For since we're not seeing Jordy right now, and um, they did great. I mean, it's they're they're pitching their best, they're playing their best defense, they're hitting their best. It's it's everything that we thought. They're definitely on the upswing right now. Yeah, I'm, and and look, Hope and Nicole, they have the talent to go in Oklahoma City and pitch really, really well. But when you're at that stage of the season, it's all about confidence. Yeah. How big is it that both of those two pitchers? And I think that Hope's had confidence all year long. She's been great. But especially Nicole May, to get that start, go seven innings, only allow three hits the entirety of the game two against UCF. I got to think that those two players specifically got as much confidence rolling in to the most important part of the year than they've had at any other point in the season. How how, how big is that? Yeah, it's huge. And, you know, when I – I'll be honest, when I didn't see Jordy this weekend, I thought it might happen. But when we didn't see her come out, I thought, you know, this is not a good sign – um, I don't think she can sit for a month and then all of a sudden you pitch her in the World Series. So um, to have that kind of pressure put on on Hope and and um, and on Nicole, it's it's only benefiting them. And then for them to come out in such a, a um, strong fashion is just building that confidence. So um, whether whether we see Jordy or not, it I think that this weekend only helped to um, to solidify that confidence that they have. And obviously that's what they're going to need going into the World Series. They played well. Um, they had their defense was strong behind them. Um, so I think that it's it's definitely a big role in it and um, something that they're going to use um, going into next week. You tweeted it out when it happened a couple weekends ago. You know, everyone was freaking out after that Bedlam loss in the Big 12 championship game. And you said, well, we lost to Nebraska in the Big 12 tournament, and we eventually won a national championship. Yep. Do you see similarities here that your team that won it all in 2000, did you feel like at the time going to the Women's College World Series, oh my gosh, we've kind of turned it on to a new level here like we think that this team is doing right now? Yeah, I think so. It's um, it, You find improvements through your losses. So I've always said a loss is not a, a bad thing. Obviously, at this time of year, you don't want one. But to be able to um, have those earlier in the year and to learn from them, to even just learn that feeling. Like, yeah, you're giving up the last win of the Big 12 tournament to Oklahoma State. That doesn't feel good. You don't want to watch, you know, a team, a um, especially a rival team, go out and get to celebrate that win. 
Um, and it hurts. Nobody likes to lose and they definitely don't like to lose on a big stage. So I think that they're going to be able to use that momentum and learn from those losses um, when they when they go to the World Series. And yeah, it's definitely something that they can look back on. Um, it's not it wasn't fun for us to lose to um, to Nebraska in that. And then we got to go to the World Series and and uh, kind of avenge all, avenge all of those losses. And, and that's what OU's going to get to do, too, with Oklahoma State being Oklahoma State and Texas both go into the World Series. They may have a chance to avenge those losses. Yeah, it, it's just crazy. I, I said on the – I don't know. I feel like I've said on several episodes. It seems like every single time you think that this team can't one-up itself, it always it always happens. Yeah. There's always like some new record or something. First time ever that this has happened coming out of every game. I don't know how it happens every single game. Yeah. It happened again on Friday. Hope Troutwine throws a no-hitter over um, the uh, for the first time over a nationally seeded opponent in super regional history just crazy I mean that's never yeah. happened before and hope Troutwine um, is the one that's been able to do it it was just it was a special weekend wasn't it I mean Grace Lyons and her final home game yep. hits a couple home runs yep. Jana Johns hits one on Friday as well it was her birthday on Friday along with Patty Gasso and Lindsay Elams but the cherry on top of all of it to at least to me, Jocelyn Allo's curtain call was so special. Going out there and the fans getting all crazy. She absolutely deserved it. And it just, like, to me, it just it just felt like the perfect weekend and the perfect send-off for this team. I mean, it's a storybook ending. It was, you couldn't have written it any better. Jocelyn Allo hits her very first home run and her very first at-bat in Rita Hines Stadium, 2018. And then she caps it off with a home run for her very last at-bat mm-hmm. in 2022. It's... It was beautiful. Um, like I said, you couldn't have written it any better. The crowd loved it. Her dad, if you haven't seen it on Twitter, go look it up. Her dad's reaction. It just, it makes you so proud. And I think OU softball even tweeted out, uh, we're not crying, you're crying. And it's just a special moment. It's it's the perfect cherry on top. You're right. Am I wrong in saying that, I mean, the perfect ending is clearly a national championship, but you get to go through both Oklahoma State and Texas to get there? Yep. I mean, and it just, I think um, Home Run Tracker actually put it out on Twitter that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the Big 12 only had three teams that that got to regionals, and they still have three teams going to the World Series. So that speaks volumes of the type of competition that we've had recently. But yeah, I mean, you're going with your Big 12 sisters, you're um, looking for some great competition, and it's as if it didn't provide the World Series didn't provide its own competition. Now you've got home competition, your Big Twelve rivals that are going in. It's going to be great. It's 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 going to be a, a great great tournament. Yeah, I, look, I, I'm not counting a national championship before it happens by any stretch, but I don't think I'm out of line to say I feel really good about this team and where it's at right now. And I think the worst thing that could happen to college softball is OU feeling really good about itself in the circle and at its and at the plate. Uh, going into the Women's College World Series. And, you know, I, I was really starting to, you know, think Arkansas was a trendy pick to get to the National Championship Series. They're out. Texas beat them. Florida yep. State, I thought that was going to be the championship series going in. They're out. Alabama, thought that was going to be it all year long. They're out. Basically saying my predictions have sucked all year long. <laughs> yeah. But this is still going to be a challenge when you get to Oklahoma City. It's just I don't know. Like we said, I, we just feel like this team is on a different level. And what happens if you add Jordy Ball into the mix? Right. Exactly. I mean, look, 
these teams that are getting there, they've also earned their their way to get there. They've earned that right. Um, these are great teams. Oklahoma State is a great team. Texas is a great team. Um, I anticipate Florida is going to get there. Oregon State looks great. UCLA. I mean, all of these teams have earned the right to get there. They're going to be challenges for OU. But um, the way that OU's looking right now, you just have to think the only thing that's going to keep them from from their goals right now is them getting in, in their own way. So what would that look like um, for them not to see success? Their bats would have to go cold. Um, pitching would have to start having problems. And then you'd have to have some defensive errors. But everything, all signs point to things look great for them. Um, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think we're going to be talking about the largest crowds that we've ever seen. Yeah. At the Women's College World Series. Look, whoever, I think OU's getting the championship series. Who's ever there, it better be in Oklahoma State. It better be a fan base that can really travel for the championship series. Because if it's not, if it's, um, I, I don't know, if it's a West Coast team, Macy, it could be like 95% OU fans there and it's going to be completely sold out. I honestly believe that OU fans would sell out Hall of Fame Stadium just by themselves for any of these games. It's going to be nuts. At Hall of Fame Stadium. It will. And it'll be so fun to see that place packed. Um, and then hearing the boomers. And it's going to be um, chilling. Like, it's going to be a beautiful scene. I would love for it to be, um, you know, a split stadium with Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Would, or even Texas. That would be amazing. But, of course, a sellout stadium with 95, 99% OU yeah. fans. Um, it's going to be loud and it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Last one I have for you, like, what do you think, how do you think Patty Gasso is going to approach the next few days? Like you come out of, you come out of the regional and then you come out of the super regional saying, dang, we're playing good softball right now. So what's her approach? How does she keep this team playing its best, staying hot like this all the way until, you know, we get to next week and we play game one of this women's college world series. Yeah, I bet she just does the same things that she's been doing. I mean, right now, it's, it's not about putting in the hard work. All of that's been done. You know, that's the season has been all prepped. So this is now is just about keeping everybody loose and relaxed and ready to go, making sure that, you know, they're getting their swings. They're still seeing, you know, balls in the ground. Their um, pitchers are still staying loose. This week is just about this is what we've worked for. And now it's time to relax and have some fun. That's it. Macy Wilson-Turley, Macy's Minute. She delivers every single episode, and she does the same today. On a Memorial Day weekend, she's out at the lake, and she still joins us. No (laughs) days off, just like her playing days. Thank you so much, Macy. Good talking to you. Thanks. Good to see you. All right, good stuff as always from Macy. Appreciate her joining on a uh, Memorial Day weekend. Hope uh, everyone out there is having a very fun and very safe, enjoyable Memorial weekend, especially now that OU is rolling on to uh, play for another national championship in Oklahoma City. All right, I want to tell you about our title sponsor, Cavens Construction. Commercial, personal, well, I mean, whatever. If, you, if 24-7 emergency repairs, Cavens can help you out with that. Uh, commercial maintenance, they can help you out with that as well. Roofing, I look, I tell you all the time, Gary and the team, they're five-tool players because they can do it all. And I'm serious. Gary and the team, they are five-tool players they can do it all. They can do everything from, you know, help you if you have mold in your home to helping out the Hertz Donut on Campus Corner. They can really service and do it all. So Cavens Construction, they support the pod. Go support them as well. 405-573-3048 is the number. Or 
cavensconstruction.com if you need any of Caven's services. Also want to tell you about another one of our great sponsors, Amanda Sadler at the In Motion Clinic in Norman. If you want to feel better, have more energy, and optimize your health and wellness, Dr. Amanda Sadler at the new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with you to bridge the gap between fitness and functional medicine. For more information, call 405-515-4040. That's 405-515-4040. In Motion, because what moves you moves us, I'm sure. Dr. Amanda Sadler was watching all of these super regional action this past weekend. Maybe, just maybe, she'll be in Oklahoma City for the Women's College World Series. I feel like it's going to be a who's who. I feel like everyone is going to be in Oklahoma City for the Women's College World Series. But good luck uh, getting tickets. Doesn't really matter who OU's playing, what time they're playing. They may be the uh, early game, by the way, on that opening day. Let's hope that that's not the case, but... It will not matter what day it's, the time, what 8 a.m., 1 in the morning. That place is going to be packed out with OU fans, and it's going to be really, really, really cool to see. So that'll do it for this week. We've got some big episodes coming up next week. I, I, I promise you, going to do our absolute best to cover this pursuit of another national championship in the best way possible. That means uh, strong takes. That means great guests. And as always... If you have a guest that you want to hear from going into the most important tournament of the year, at Tyler underscore McComas on Twitter, last name spelled M-C-C-O-M-A-S. Just hit me up, get at me, and tag the person that maybe you want to get on the podcast. That might help out a little bit as well to uh, strum up their interest in joining us. But we're going to we're gonna do everything we can to have fantastic coverage of the Women's College World Series and Like I've been saying, I feel really, really good about this team's chances to win it all. So hope I'm right, and we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the Memorial Day weekend. It is the Diamond Envy Podcast as the OU softball team rolls on to Oklahoma City once again.